Hey everyone, it's that guy in Hutch, Jason Probst, and you're listening to that podcast in Hutch. And that really unusual sound you just heard is the sound of an old Fisher-Price Happy Apple, which today I brought both the Happy Apple and my mom into the studio to talk about the history of this Happy Apple because it has a uh, kind of outsized role in our family story. So, Mom, thanks for coming in today. You're welcome. So, you tell me about this Happy Apple all the time, and it always comes up around Christmas time because it was the first Christmas present that I ever got. I wasn't quite a year old. And uh, how? tell me, well, before we get to the Happy Apple story, tell me a little bit. I was born in Arizona, mm-hmm. right? And yes. then we moved to Kansas when I was six or seven months old, right? Yes. Mm-hmm. Okay. And uh, so what, when you came to Kansas, uh, when you talk about this happy apple, you talk about how uh, you really couldn't afford anything for Christmas, right? Can you talk about what was going on at the time when I was not quite a year old and ready for my first Christmas? Sure. We moved here in 74 from Arizona because that was the uh, kind of like today recession and everything. There were no jobs in Arizona, and we had friends that came up to Kansas first and and told us there were work here. So we came here when you were about six months old. And um, anyway, there was dad didn't get jobs right away, but uh, we were he worked really hard to take care of us. And um, anyway, uh, Christmas time came around, and we didn't couldn't go get a tree like normal people. So we went around the creek, the little rivers that you call around here, and cut down one of those, what do you call it, pine trees? Not mm-hmm. pine tree, but just a regular tree. Just a little scrub tree, scrub that, was, tree. that was out yeah. in, in the in the creek bed somewhere. Right, it's sticky and everything. And we made homemade uh, decorations and like we did in the old days and everything. And, and then... Uh, we had enough money just to get this little happy apple for you. Do you remember how much it cost? Oh, goodness, no. <laughs> That's been almost 50 years ago. Not much. Not it, much it at all. It wasn't much. No. And uh, so Dad came here. You guys came here, and then you said Dad couldn't get work right away. No. And, uh, well, I don't know if this is important or not, but how we managed it first was... Um, we lived in what used to be a re, uh, rebuilt chicken coop, and that was our place, but it was nice. But it was a, yes, it, I, yes. I remember you, this. It was a chicken coop. It was across the street from the house we eventually yes, lived in. right. But it was, a, it was a chicken coop that had been kind of converted into a house, right? Yes, it was real cute. And, of course, you had to sleep in a, a playpen in the living room, but you, you didn't notice. Because <laughs> I'm guessing it just had, what, one bedroom or one, maybe no one bedrooms? One bedroom. Okay. One bedroom. And anyway, it was those were happy times, believe it or not. We were happier when we didn't have anything. How, how so? Well, I don't know. We didn't uh, have a lot of money to worry about. We didn't stress, you know, back then. We kind of chilled out a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> and everything, and we were just happy we were all together, yeah, and stuff. And so then we got you this, and I don't know. I've just kept it all these years because I'm sentimental, and the I don't know. Is this 
I don't know why exactly I keep it, but it reminds me of where we came from. We had absolutely nothing to what we had and what we have now. And I really am I'm thankful that that remind, if I ever get to feeling sorry for myself that I don't have anything or this or that's wrong, mm -hmm. and then I'll remember that and to where we were. And so that makes me a lot happier now and appreciate what I have. Yeah. So the, the happy apple, that was the one gift. Did you, did you and Dad get each, each other no. anything that year? You didn't have money to get each other no. gifts. Mm -mm. But so you, you got this happy apple, this little red happy apple. Yes. Um, and, I, and I guess it was probably important to you guys that I had a present to open on Christmas. Yes, it was. That's, mm -hmm. a, that's a thing that parents oh, man, worry about. And you played with that. You were so excited. <laughs> uh, did did, did the noise drive you guys nuts eventually? No. <laughs> you didn't mind that? <laughs> no. Um, did it take Dad a while to find a job? Uh, yeah, at first, um, actually, he would go dig ditches. Mm. I don't, I don't know what company or anything, but he was digging ditches and stuff. And, and then he got a welding job. And man, we thought we were in seventh heaven. He made seven dollars an hour as a welder. <laughs> as a welder back in seventies, that was pretty good. Yeah, yeah. And then he just progressed and everything, and got up higher pay and. And uh, promotions and stuff. Yeah. And, mm -hmm. Until, and I, I do remember this, until the 80s farm economy when the economy kind of crashed again, right? And yes. But, I remember he had a hard time finding mm -hmm. jobs again. Yes, he did. But uh, after his welding and everything, things went were pretty well. Yeah. And then he went from there to the post office. Yeah. And uh, he, I didn't have to go to work until you kids were in school. Yeah. Yeah. So, so he... We had it. We thought we had it pretty good. Yeah, it seemed it seemed like it, right? Mm -hmm. it seemed like it, especially mm -hmm. considering the way it started out. If you if you lived mm -hmm. in a chicken coop and you didn't have any money and, <laughs> and all you could get was a little happy apple yeah. for for Christmas. Well, even compared to others, they would look at us probably and think we didn't have anything. But to us, from when we were first here to where we were were at it, just at that time, we were still felt like we were fortunate. Yeah. So you said you were happy when we were in that, in the, when we first came here and we were mm -hmm. pretty poor, but uh, did, I mean, it must have been stressful to some degree, right? I mean, if you yeah, didn't have any money have coming in. Yeah, it may have been to your dad because, I don't know, I got to stay home with you and be a housewife and, yeah, and, and you, everything. And, and you liked that. And I liked it, yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. and, then, and that was getting to be the time where women weren't satisfied with staying home, but Shoot, I didn't go on to go to work. <laughs> you wanted you wanted to stay home and raise kids. I wanted to stay kids, because right? before your dad and I got together and everything, I had to work all the time yeah. as a waitress and stuff, and then a cook. And I swore up and down I'd never work in the food industry again. I hated it, <laughs> <laughs> but it, it it was okay. Yeah, yeah. So after. Um, after after that, and after Dad got a job and 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 made made some money, started making what seemed like more money. Um, did you when you you've always talked about this happy apple, and, and it comes up just about every Christmas. So I'm kind of wondering, um, is this a happy memory? You say it's you're sentimental, but is it a mm. sentimental in a happy way, or a like remember that you, those were hard times way, no, or is I, it some combination of both? It's a happy time. It just. Uh, brings back better memories to, you know, if I'm not satisfied with myself now, I like to look back at those times. 
because it was like it was more stress-free for me anyway. But I don't know, we seemed to just be happy. And then when we started getting things, then that seemed to mean more to keep these things then you know what I'm trying to say? Yeah, so did you feel like as as you went on and you got like a house and you got cars and things mm-hmm. like that, then that, Had added, more responsibilities. that added to the stress of life, right? Because you're trying to make enough money to keep all the things that, that you had. Yeah, yeah. yeah like sometimes, uh, like my dad used to say, we kind of spending uh, over our means, you know, like trying to get more things. And, and if, he always said, if you can't pay cash for it, you don't need it. <laughs> so, so anyway, that's kind of where we were, and, and I, we're, we were trying. I don't know how to explain it. It's just the feelings and stuff inside. Yeah. You know, and we seemed to be happy. We did all we needed was each other. Yeah. Not and, everything else you see, and have to have that, and have to have this. Yeah. And yeah. you were, and you were starting out, right? You're starting. Yeah, out we your were starting out. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And there's probably a certain amount of happiness that's just built into that no matter what right you know because you're happy and you've got your family and your Mm -hmm. kids and and at least there's you know you're looking forward and you're thinking about the things that could happen yeah right that could be good yeah so in your house you you keep this like up in your bedroom on top of a dresser right Mm -hmm. and uh you just keep it there and like i said every year it comes up yes you've, you've made it you know you've always told me that you know um we got to keep it. I mean, we made a joke the other day about it. This is a, we're, I made a joke about keeping it around and passing it down to make sure there's this le- <laughs> legacy of our poverty forever. Yeah, that's our shield. <laughs> yeah, yeah, right. That's our coat of arms, right? Yes, this there you happy go. apple. Was the second Christmas a little more uh, filled with gifts? Yes, yeah, a little bit more. Yeah. Not much. Believe it or not, I can't remember what we got you the second time around. Yeah. But your dad and I did uh, get a gift for each other on that Christmas. And of course, the only thing I remember is your happy apple. Yeah. Isn't first. that something? And then uh, I do remember another one when we did get better. You know, it was a big Christmas for us all. And David was here by then. My little brother, David. Yeah, your bro- little yeah. brother, David. And, and uh it just got better and better. And yeah. Mm-hmm. So why do you think this one sticks out in your mind? I mean, really want to think about, you. You there were other Christmases, there were better Christmases, there were Christmases with more gifts, there were Christmases mm-hmm. that were, mm-hmm. you know, not as uh, filled with gifts because money was going to other things mm-hmm. or whatever. So what do you think it is about this one that stands out so much? Because uh, the non-stressful, it wasn't stressful. We didn't think about anything really, it just being able to get together, be together, and uh, we were happy to be able to get you that little thing. And and I, that's what means a lot to me still. You know, I think that's that's the one that just grabbed me because that was our very first. And you were so happy and and everything with that little thing. <laughs> yeah. And it was, it was cool. It was neat. It's, uh, it's uh, nice how, how easy it is to keep a one-year-old happy. Right. Yes. They don't need a. You, know, you don't you, need a bunch of stuff. Them, you can give them a box or something. Mm-hmm. Right. And exactly. Play in, play in the box and be happy with that. Because mm-hmm. I mean, I wouldn't have known the difference at, no. eight, at eleven months old between Christmas and any other day of the, the week. Right. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. You were happy to just to get anything, and we didn't. Well, you didn't know any better. Yeah. Different, and we 
you know, we just didn't pay attention to people around us, and we were in kind of our own little world. And, of course, when we came here from Arizona, this was really a step up, because in Arizona we had even less. How, what was life like in Arizona? Well, it was we worked in the cotton fields. <laughs> Sound like an old story. <laughs> yeah. But anyway, we worked in the cotton fields and everything, and the cotton gins started closing down. Mm-hmm. And then he, uh, the farming got, industry got bad at that time. Mm-hmm. So we may have moved here, like I said, because our friends did. And um, things just escalated from the ditch digging to the post office and, things there, got- and the, just everything. And then things, bills started coming in. And, and, the, you know, and then Christmases were more stressful because we tried to get more for Everybody and thought we, you know, I don't know, just wasn't stressful the first time. We just did what we could do, and we were happy with it. Yeah, yeah. And then we just, I don't know why, I can't explain why. That's but, kind of a funny thing, though, right? The the idea that um, as as you guys started making more money, you felt more stress and felt mm-hmm. more obligation to make that money. And that when you look back on it, because I think I would look back and say a time where I mean, I didn't have a lot of money when the kids were born either, but um, I always looked at that as a stressful time and wanted to be able to do more. And if mm-hmm. you know, I couldn't afford many Christmas presents or anything, I was pretty pretty upset with myself for not having been able to do more. So I think it's interesting to hear you say that you know this was a happier time than it was whenever you were making more money and felt mm-hmm. like you had to maintain. I don't know, spend more money on bills and things like that. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, before um, we got bought that house, and that's when it became more stressful. And then we had to get the furniture. We had to do this. We thought we had to have that. Mm-hmm. And then the, when David came along, and uh, I don't know, we always thought we had to spend the same amount on you and couldn't spend one penny more on the other one. And, and so I don't know. I can't really explain it. It was just the feelings we had. You understand what I'm saying? Oh, I know. I know. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's... A, it's it's kind of backwards a little bit or something. But anyway, yeah. like it's like today is just so stressful because everybody's got to have this or that or whatever. And um, they pay attention a lot. People are in more into things, I think, nowadays than they are families. Yeah. And I think back then we were into families. Yeah. And what mattered most to us was in this families. Yeah. yeah. Togetherness. And so in that in that way that would make sense why mm-hmm. the, something like a remembering you would remember a, a pretty bleak Christmas fondly because at least people are together. Mm-hmm. At least they're happy mm-hmm. together and mm-hmm. you've got one gift, which really, frankly, does a one-year-old even need more than that? No. <laughs> he, no. It just made the noise and everything just made you excited. Yeah. I see. Well, yeah, I, it's a very familiar sound. And if it's actually when I hear it now, um, I, can, I can remember if I hear anything that sounds like that, I'm like, oh, that sounds like a happy apple. So it, it clearly got mm-hmm. pretty deeply implanted in my brain. I'm also looking at it, and I'm very curious what this is made out of because it's old and it's held up really really well so well don't you take it apart because you used to take things apart and you almost blew the house up once so don't take it apart i've (laughs) kept it almost 50 years i won't i won't take it apart but i did have a habit of taking my toys apart to see how they worked 
because I did like to see how things would work. What, I, I remember I had a, I have a teddy bear that talked. Yes. And and I wanted to know how it talked, so I tore it apart. Yeah. To, and you thought you'd be able to put it back together, and you were quite upset when the, you couldn't put it back together, and you tore it up enough Mommy couldn't sew it up for you. <laughs> yeah, I was pretty determined to figure out how it talked. I, did, I just, Yes. I didn't know what made it, but I was I was pretty sure I was going to find mm-hmm. out. And you seemed to, after you figured it out, you were quite happy with it. Yeah, when, mm-hmm. once I once I had the answer to my question. Once you had right. the answer. But yeah. you were quite upset because you couldn't play with it anymore yeah. afterwards. <laughs> did I take other things apart? It uh, seemed like I took a lot of things apart. You, you did. And then you started, when you got older, it was into computers. You would take computers apart, the, the old big ones you used to mm-hmm. know. The, and uh, you could put them back together and it actually worked. Yeah, yeah. And I don't know why you did this, but when you, f- I forget how old you were, but you did, you were always inquisitive, always wanted to know why things were the way they are, mm-hmm. whether or not you could fix it. And uh, and one, <laughs> one time, I don't know what you were doing, but you cut the antenna wire to see if uh, you could fix it to get more channels or I don't know what you were thinking but it blew all the fuses in the house <laughs> uh, your dad wasn't too happy <laughs> no I, I remember that he I remember in and it was uh, I think I cut something that was plugged in mm-hmm. and, it was a TV uh, yeah and it blew it blew everything it blew all the breakers and then I remember dad I was upstairs and dad yelled and said what uh, he may have dropped some uh, unsavory words, but he uh, was asking me what I had done, mm-hmm. and my initial response was uh, nothing. <laughs> and he say. said, uh, "Don't tell me nothing. You just blew every breaker in the house." Mm-hmm. Uh, and and it was very sudden. I remember too that there was a big burn mark in the knife, and it threw me across the room mm-hmm. when I did that. So well, we thought you had killed yourself. <laughs> <laughs> was not my great, not my greatest moment. Right? No. Well, that's you did find out that wouldn't work, I, I, and you didn't ever do it again. Well, I didn't need to. I had dis, I had disproven my hypothesis yes. about whether um, I could increase the number of channels that I could receive on TV mm-hmm. that way. Well, you didn't get anything. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I ended up. I made that situation much, much worse, didn't I? Oh, you did. <laughs> <laughs> you blew our TV up. <laughs> yeah. I was just thankful you were still here. Oh, yeah, that's right. I did wear on the TV, didn't I? Yeah, I did that. yeah, you did. I forgot about that. Mm-hmm. Well, en- enough about the things that I've uh, <laughs> did wrong. That I've done wrong. <laughs> well, that's fun <laughs> for me. Okay, you like that. <laughs> you like that part, huh? Yeah, yep. Was I kind of a hassle as a kid? Did I have a lot of questions? Uh, you did want to know why to everything. Yeah. And everything. And, and of course, we'd say, I have no idea. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, we didn't we didn't have answers to a lot of things, because you always had uh, smart questions and uh, everything. And there was a lot of well, the facts of life. And when we did a lot of fishing and hunting and stuff together back then, and mm-hmm. you asked a lot of questions and learned how to fish uh, real good and everything. And there was a we all could do that real well, and we had good answers for you. And all this and that, so on, yeah, on fishing and hunting, on fishing and, things and like everything, that, yeah. and everyday life. And so, sometimes I get into other questions, and you get and quite know how to 
answer some of those, right? <laughs> and then there were some questions I didn't even want to answer <laughs> uh, as yeah. you got older. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, you're you're very. I guess you've done a good job keeping this happy apple away from me enough. <laughs> after I was done playing with it, that I didn't open it up because I am finding myself to be very curious about how it makes its noise. I suspect there are some bells that are suspended by springs inside of this, and that's how it makes its noise. Mm -hmm. But you probably ought to take it back home so that I don't end up tearing it apart. Or you won't lose it. Or I won't. I won't. <laughs> no, I, I'm pretty organized now. I didn't used to be, but I'm, um, I, I can keep true. track of things now. Um, the bigger danger would be I can see this seam and I'd think, oh, I could pry that apart. That's what always happened to me is I would see how to get into something. I'd say, oh, there's a seam there and I, I know I can get into that. Mm -hmm. But my thinking never took me beyond how to take it apart and thinking about how to get it back together. Mm -hmm. So I, well, if I knew that there was something in there I wanted to look at, Mm -hmm. that I could do that. But then I, as you, as with the teddy bear, I'd have it all gutted and apart and I'd be like, okay, now I know how it works. And mm -hmm. then I try to put it together. It just didn't work. One good thing. I know this is another tattletale thing. You would all, we had asked you, why did you do that? Mm -hmm. Your best answer would be, I don't know. <laughs> it's always, I don't know, but it was your curious kid. And I still see you that way still sometimes today. And I think that's good why you're so good with what you do. Even growing up, you tried to have a solution for things mm. and everything, and you're still doing that. Well, that's good to know that that's part of my nature, I guess, and not mm -hmm. just something that's developed uh, uh, <laughs> bad <laughs> habits over time or something. And I've gotten much, much better at not taking things apart. Mm -hmm. um, so, but, but, of course, now I have a, a, many more resources to find the answer to the questions I have. Exactly. I used to have to rely on encyclopedias or mm -hmm. taking things apart. Mm -hmm. I remember I remember that. So, yeah, I don't need to take as many things apart anymore. No, but you seem to figure it out. Now you have Google and you have this and that. All you have to do is pull it up and you can see how they make it. That's true. So that takes the fun out of everything. To well, this old lady, anyway. Well... Mm -hmm. Sometimes you, if you just choose not to Google things, then you can figure it out on your own. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I still mm -hmm. had to figure out a lot of things on my own. Oh yes. Yeah, mm -hmm. without Google, sometimes the hard way. So, well, any other Christmases that really stand out in your mind besides this first one? Well, just one that we were doing real well one year, mm -hmm. and uh, things were going smooth and. Everything and your dad and I, we wanted to make a special Christmas for that year. And we had a nice big tree that time, no homemade uh, decorations. Yeah. It was nice, and uh, it was the year Donkey Kong and all that stuff came out. And we had a, a really nice sized toys yeah. that you, I've, I don't know why I remember more about your stuff. <laughs> I poor David. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, we got, uh, oh, yeah, got you those, and David both one of those Donkey Kong things. And and uh, then David got a smart car. As you probably don't even remember those. But he had programmed. It was the first thing we could program mm -hmm. on top. And he could program it to do things, and it'd go along. And I think you got something similar. 
Oh, yeah. That <laughs> car that had like things on top where you could say go forward so far yes. and then turn uh-huh. left or whatever. It was before the remote controls. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Or maybe after. I don't know. But anyway, those were special ones. Those were special treats. Was the Donkey Kong ones? For what, both. Were the, what were the Donkey Kong things? Were they uh, like they were, stuffed animal things? Or were, oh, they were. Oh, they, they were, were actually video, donk, yeah, It was actually a little video game. It was. Yeah. I remember that. It looked like an arcade game, mm-hmm. but it was smaller, and you oh, could, play, you could exactly. play Donkey Kong on. I remember that. Yeah, mm-hmm. that was when things first started coming out with video games. With and video like, games be, and stuff. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So yeah, you, I remember that. It looked like an arcade game, and we could. Play the Donkey Kong had the mm-hmm. buttons and the joystick mm-hmm. and everything, but it's just smaller. Packy man, Pac Man. Pac Man. David got Pac Man. You got the Donkey Kong. Okay. Or something like that. But you guys shared, went back and forth. Yeah, we were reasonably good at that, weren't we? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Until in. you got older. <laughs> yeah, that's true. That's true. We won't go into the teenagers. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, let's not. We got to cut this off before okay. before we get to that point. And here, so. I didn't think I would have anything to say. And I, I know. Can't, yes, I you, can't shut my mouth. <laughs> it took me. It took me a while to, to convince you to get in here, and you said you didn't know what you'd have to say. Now, now you're spilling the beans all over the place about uh, tell about me. <laughs> yeah, tell them things that I did when I was a kid. That is rather rather not dredge up. <laughs> <laughs> Nothing your opponent can use against you, though. I hope. <laughs> no. Well, I think tearing toys apart is pretty, pretty innocent. I don't think I'll <laughs> cause me any problems. No, but you got to remember you figured it out, not just tore them apart. I did. That's what I wanted to do. Right? Mm-hmm. Was figure them out. And yeah, that's why you did it, and you did figure it out. Yeah, yeah. Usually, usually I would. If there was mm-hmm. something inside of there that was working, I wanted to know. Yeah. I wanted to know, and I'd get to it. But again, mm-hmm. not so great at putting the things back together. Yeah. Could could mm-hmm. not do that so well. So th- this is gonna. I'm gonna run this one uh, during the week between Christmas and New Year's. So when you think about Christmas, what 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 is Christmas to you? Well, it's it's family time. It's really family time, getting together. And there for a while, I put stress on myself about because we got so many, and I thought I had to get everybody mm-hmm. something really, really nice and everything. And I forgot to point at this this time, you know, that time that it wasn't all about gifts. Yeah. Forgot the real reason behind family and stuff. But I've gotten more into the family thing. But it it is family the main thing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, we're we're recording this on Christmas Eve day, right? And we'll get together, and I'm cooking dinner and whatnot tomorrow. So yeah, I've gotten to the point where I don't have to cook anymore. My kids do it. Yeah. Well, that's not so bad, is it? <laughs> not bad for me at all. <laughs> I don't know about you guys. <laughs> I don't mind cooking. I like doing that. So, well, Mom, Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas. Thanks for coming on today. You're very welcome. I'd like to thank a few of the people who have helped make that podcast and Hutch possible. My son Mitchell Probst wrote and recorded the music for the show. Jenny Brigette put together some great graphics and promotional art. And Chris Acker helps overcome my mistakes to produce a great sounding product every episode. That podcast and Hutch is made possible through a collaboration between the Hutchison Arts and Culture Collective and Salt City Sound. They're working to bring resources and infrastructure to support art, music, and storytelling in our community. If you have an idea for your own podcast, reach out to them at podcasts at saltcitysound.net. If you enjoy that podcast and Hutch, be sure to subscribe and share it with all your friends. You can also help support this production by subscribing to thatguyandhutch.substack.com 
or by emailing me at thatguyinhutch at gmail.com to learn about sponsorship opportunities. Thanks for listening, and I hope you'll join us again next week. Assault City Sound Production.